0: This is Jeannie Sisko-Meth, and I'm so excited to be sharing some time with you today. I live in Cedar Hills, Utah, and there's this really neat path that goes through a park that's just down from my house. And I absolutely love taking my dog for walks through that, through that park. It's about a mile round trip, or I can do a two-mile loop depending on which way I go. And so we we go that way pretty frequently. There's also a path that goes down through a golf course. So whichever way I go, it's absolutely beautiful. The path through Heritage Park by the creek is cooler for the summer because it's got shade and trees. and, And there's also quite a few more people on it sometimes. But the other day I was walking my dog. Her name's Ellie. And we were going for a walk. And she's getting a little bit older now. So we just kind of take our time and go slow. And I let her sniff and, you know, read all of her pee mail and then answer it. And we were going for a walk. And it was a little bit later in the day. I usually get up and go really early in the morning. <clears throat> but this particular day, it was a little bit later in the day. So it was already getting kind of hot. And we go away from the house and then down this little hill. And then we turn and to go through Heritage Park. And as soon as you turn and start through the park, the creek is there. And Ellie decides that she needs a drink. Well, it is really steep right there. And she's trying to get to the bottom. I'm like, no, no, hold on, Ellie. Hold on. There is a better spot on down the trail. And so she she pulls back and, you know, and I pull her back and we start going. And then she tries again. And this time she just pulls me down and we go down. I go down the little hill with her. It wasn't quite as steep as where she had tried to go. But she pulls me down and I'm like, okay, so not down on the ground, just down the little hill. <laughs> she didn't drag me or anything. I just went down the little hill with her. And she gets her drink and then, you know, she struggles getting back up. So I kind of helped her get back up and then we go on down the down the path and she's happy. And, and then she gets another drink at the spot where I wanted her to get a drink. And then we go on our merry way, enjoying our walk and and we get back home. Well, a few days later, we decided to go for a walk again. We pretty much go every day. And this day, we turn the corner and head off to the creek. And Ellie pulls to get a drink. And I'm like, no, 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 Ellie, not here. Further down. Trust me, it's better and she trusted me. She didn't pull me down the hill this time. She didn't force it. She just walked with me down to the place where it was easier to get a drink. And then she just, it was just a really gentle slope. And she just walks right in and gets a drink and looks at me as if to say, thank you. And when she was done, she walked back out. And I started thinking about that because that's what I do. I like to think. And so many things are mentoring moments, right? And I immediately thought, this is a mentoring moment. And it has to do with God. And how he tells me, hang on, wait a minute. I got a better opportunity for you. But I don't always listen. I pull and I tug and I go my way. And the beautiful thing about life And the not so beautiful thing about life is that we have 100% free will. We get to choose what we think about. We get to choose what we say. We get to choose how we treat our bodies. We get to choose what we read. Now, maybe some of those freedoms have been lost because of past choices. If you've worked with me for any amount of time, you know that I was a high school teacher at an alternative high for a lot of years. Then some of those students, because of their past choices, were not able to go home. They weren't able to, to um, you know, go do the things they wanted to do because they had made a few bad decisions. <laughs> and And so, yeah, you may not get to do everything you want to do, but you absolutely get to choose your thoughts. You absolutely get to choose what you say. And so as as Ellie had listened to me that day and walked on down to where it was more gentle for her to get a drink, I thought, how often does the Lord show me a path and say, trust me, and I pull away? When the Lord speaks to me, it is such a quiet, small voice that it's very easy to override. Now, some people call it intuition, You know, you can call it whatever you want, but I believe it's the Lord speaking to me. And he says, Jeannie, this way. And I have learned that when I listen to him, my life is so much better. I have learned that when I pay attention to what he's saying, my life goes so much better You see, I have a vision board, love my vision board, get stuff off my vision board all the time. And I realized that when I listen and do as he asks or suggests, I get things off my vision board much more quickly. I feel more whole. I feel more complete and good things happen for me. I want to invite you. To listen to the still small voice of God. Now don't get it confused with some other ones. You may be asking, well, how do I tell the difference? The difference is in how it shows up and what it's asking you to do. God doesn't need you to hurt people for revenge. No, that's not God. That's the devil. God doesn't need you to say mean things. He would never lead you to do that. God may ask you to do things that are outside your comfort zone, like go help somebody that you don't know, or, or donate some money to a person in need. You have to listen to how or what the voice is asking you to do. That's how you know the difference. It may be turn left here or turn right And you may never know what that little prompting saved you from. Or you may. I don't know. I just know that in 2007, when I made the decision to start following that still small voice, that my life has absolutely changed. It is so different than it was then. I have a much closer connection with my family, my spouse. And my heavenly father. I have a much closer connection with my clients. In 2007, I didn't even have clients. I had students. In 2012, I transitioned to the stage and it was because I had started listening to that little small voice. And I now make very good money doing what I absolutely love. I get to travel and teach and I don't have to grade papers. And that's beautiful. My question to you is, what is that voice asking you to do? We all have a calling. We all have something that we're supposed to do. You and I are called to do something. What are you being called to do? I'm being called to finish up my third book. This book has taken much longer to write than the first one, but that's because this book is top of the line. I've had edit after edit and professional after professional look at it, and it has just been phenomenal. Now I'm looking for people who would like to read it before we take it to a publisher. I need a few people to volunteer and say, hey Jeannie, I'll read your book. So if you are interested in reading my book, Taming the Bully Between Your Ears, before it goes on sale to anyone else. I would love to gift that opportunity to you. All you need to do is send me an email, genie at genieciscometh dot Send me an email that says, "Genie, I want to read your book," and I will. I'll ask that you sign a do not disclose. It's called an NDA, a do not disclose agreement, because it hasn't been sent to the publisher yet. And if it were to get out before it went to a publisher. That could cause me a lot of problems. So I ask and I know that you will have integrity and you will treat this book with respect and dignity. You will glean gold nuggets galore from this book and it will help you change your life. It is my story about how I tamed my bully between my ears so that I could become the person I am today sharing this powerful, bully-proofing new message all across the world. My struggles, my triumphs, my challenges, the obstacles that I've overcome, and how I've overcome them. And so if you're interested in that book, please send me an email to genie at geniesiscometh.com. That's J-E-A-N-I-E at J-E-A-N-I-E. C-I-S-C-O-M-E-T-H.com. Now you can remember my last name by computers and drugs. It's spelled just like the computer accessories for Cisco and just like the drug a lot of people know about, which is meth. I am the only genie Cisco meth on the planet, or at least on social media. <laughs> because if you Google my name, Cisco meth, I come up. It didn't used to be that way. Before I started speaking, so back in 2012, if you Googled my name, you would get a picture of a bunch of people who were abusing the drug. But now there's quite a bit of content out there. You can find me. So if you just Google Cisco Math, you can find me and then send me, uh, getting in touch with me somehow through my website or through my email. Let me know if you want a copy of my book. Back to my walk with Ellie, as I continued to ponder and think about what had happened. She had chosen to listen to me, and it made all the difference. And she didn't need help getting up the hill. She didn't hurt herself in any way. She's starting to get arthritis. And I thought, just by delaying those 30 seconds, her life was easier. That's also true. That's also true. When I remember what I want more than what I want in the moment, life goes easier. Those little bumps along the way that when I look back, once I'm holding my prize in my hand, weren't very big at all. But when I fight against it and I stomp my foot and I'm grumpy or crunchy, as I say, it's more difficult. It's harder for me. And so I invite you to listen to the still small voice. I invite you to connect on a deeper level with your higher power, whoever that may be. I invite you to do good. Now, some of my students say, Don't you mean do well? Because I remember after class one day saying, Hey, I want you guys to go do good. And they're like, what? And I said, yeah, do good. Do well means to do the best you can on whatever it is that you're working on. But to do good means do kind, loving, good things for others. There's a lot of that needed right now. If you're in a lot of pain or you're struggling, do good. Because when you do good, you help not only yourself, but others. And the karma that comes back to you is absolutely beautiful. So go do good. Listen to the still small voice and move forward with your goals, whatever those may be, because they are needed, my friend, whatever it is that you have a desire to do. That's needed right now in this time and space. That desire that has been put inside of you means that you can do it. This may not be easy. You may be tested. You may be tried. But that's part of what getting your goal is about. Your struggles of today are creating the muscles for your future obstacles. So that they become easier. So that you can achieve more. Because without muscles, without the ability to problem solve and overcome those obstacles, you cannot achieve what it is you want to achieve. Success Magazine did a research study here in the USA. They found that only 1.7% of the population achieves their goals. 1.7%, my friends. That means that 98.3% never reach them they give up on them. They, they let them go by the wayside. They say, why try? No, that's not you. That's not you. You're part of the 1.7% crowd. You have dreams that you want to achieve. You can absolutely achieve them. I can help you. There's tons of trainings on my podcast and on the website that you can find that can help you move forward. I can also help you personally one-on-one. I do personal mentoring. I absolutely love helping people reach their goals. It lights me up. It—it It is so exciting. It gives me goosebumps. I love helping people create a better, deeper connection with themselves, with their family, and with God. Because that is how you become an achiever. That is how you join the 1.7% Club. I invite you to join the 1.7% Club, my friend. Read books that uplift and inspire. Listen to podcasts like this and others. Do good in the world and listen to that still small voice. Thank you so much for joining me. I absolutely appreciate your time and your dedication. Also remember, if you want a copy of my new book before it touches anybody else's hands, then just send me an email, genie at com, and I will send you a copy of that. Thank you so much. You are amazing. You are beautiful. You are loved. And you are needed in this time and space. Thank you for sharing my morning with me. Have an absolutely fabulous day. And bye for now.